Welcome back to Middle Tech. This is our weekend thought series where we sit down and basically just talk about what we've been thinking about. Uh, being on the Middle Tech team is fun for a lot of reasons, but one of the main reasons is because we all talk about current tech trends and news in the industry and different innovations we see going on and where we see them taking us into the future. So we wanted to make a podcast where we sat down and recorded those thoughts. Welcome to Weekend Thoughts. We hope you enjoy. This weekend, I was actually thinking a lot about nuclear technology and mostly just about what's going on with it. Why have we not heard more about it? Why are people not speaking more about nuclear energy advances, especially in this age where the main concern in everyone's head as we see all these natural disasters worsening is climate change? Why is nuclear technology not at the forefront of sustainable energy conversation? And part of that reason that I haven't heard any of that is because maybe I'm not listening to the right people. So because of that train of thought, I put out a tweet Uh, at 11.45 p.m. Evan and I were sitting around a campfire and the thought came to my head, does anyone more informed than me know the current state of nuclear power innovations in the U.S.? Seems like that tech should be getting a lot more attention with the current attention on climate change. Are billionaires investing in this yet? And then I tagged Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and Bill Gates. Um, So I tweeted that out just hoping that that would attract someone's attention Uh, that knew more than me, and then maybe I could get some insight into what's been going on in nuclear technology over the past few years. Uh, And after doing that, uh, that happened. So I got a friend reply to me and sent me an article talking about some major strides in nuclear technology. Um, But after seeing that, I kind of decided that it should be up to me to do my own research and then hopefully provide the people that follow me on Twitter uh, some value by summarizing what I learned into a thread. So that's basically what I did. I went down a rabbit hole. I stayed up until I think about 3.30 a.m. I believe that was Friday night, maybe Saturday night. A really wild night for me. Just studying about uh, nuclear technology. Mostly just starting with like, how does it work? Uh, So on this thread that I'm referencing here on my Twitter, I start by just summarizing, uh, you know, why people should care about nuclear energy and basically trying to convince people to leave their preconceived notions uh, of what nuclear energy is at the door. And so it's kind of funny. I started this thread and now keep in mind, I'm very uninformed on this entire subject. Uh, So I started the thread just with the way I started learning about it, which was a video from Kurt. I'm going to say this wrong for sure. Kurzgesagt. Kurzgesagt. That's how you pronounce it. Uh, Anyway, that is a channel on YouTube. If you haven't checked them out, you definitely should. They take really complex scientific theories and they break them down and make animated videos so that it's very easy to understand so that a a newbie like me can come in and learn about all the complexities of nuclear power. So that was the first thing I tweeted. Uh, I tweeted out a video by them just basically saying uh, nuclear energy explained. How does it work? And this is where I actually got the first thing wrong or rather than wrong. I just didn't paint the full picture. Uh, And this is probably my biggest learning from this thread. So we'll start here. And that is that any nuclear power energy that we have currently been able to develop uh, as humans has been as a result of what's called a fission reaction. Uh, So when you think of nuclear energy and a nuclear power plant, uh, 
what's going on down in the core or the actual science that's going on is powered by a fission reaction. So I'm actually going to pull up my phone and go along this thread because this is pretty much how my brain laid it out and I think it's a pretty good way to follow along with it. So in simple terms, uh, fission is going to be a controlled chain reaction leading to the decay of an unstable element. So think of uranium. Uh, that's typically what we think of when we think of the fuel of these nuclear reactors. Um, so as we, call, as we cause that controlled chain reaction, that leads to a, de a decay. Uh, as that element decays, that produces radiation, or also known as heat. Uh, now that water, when you think of a large nuclear power plant, you see those big steam towers. Uh, water is used as a moderator to control the reaction and ensure that it does not become a runaway process like a nuclear bomb. So a nuclear bomb, as I understand it, uh, is basically a fission reaction that is uh, a runaway process that is not regulated. And a fission reaction in a, in a power plant is regulated by water. That produces steam, and the steam is what actually turns the turbines that generates the electricity. Um, so that's called a light water reactor, and that accounts for about 80% of the nuclear power plants that are currently in adoption. So like I said, when you think of all the bad things associated with nuclear power, uh, almost all of them stem from that fission reaction. So uh, as I started doing my research on this, one of the first things I asked was, what are the billionaires investing in? Uh, well, I found three companies that it seemed like uh, some of the more prevalent billionaires were paying attention to. I found that Jeff Bezos was investing in a company called General Fusion. Uh, I found that Peter Thiel was invested in a company called Helion Energy. And I found that Paul Allen was invested in a company called TAE Technologies. Uh, so the really important distinction with all three of these companies that these billionaires were investing in is that they were all studying fusion. This is also what that physicist pointed out to me when she asked me to make the distinction between fission and fusion is that a lot of these companies that are making big strides today are trying to achieve fusion. They're not trying to achieve fission. This is what's so important and so exciting and what really got me excited about nuclear technology. Now, it's important to note uh, that we have not achieved sustainable fusion just yet. There's still a ton of research being done around this, but it's a really big deal if you can achieve nuclear fusion because essentially you'd be bottling up the process that happens in the belly of stars. So nuclear fusion, in simple terms, uh, is when atoms are stripped of their electrons because they're moving so fast. And those atoms are moving so fast because they've literally been heated to hundreds of millions of degrees. Uh, so whenever this happens, that creates plasma. Uh, in this state, the positively charged nuclei begin to fuse because they can overcome uh, the repulsion from their positive charges and they begin to, to fuse. When this happens, that creates heavier nuclei and that releases energy. This is what happens in the cores of stars, and this happens because of their immense pressure and heat. Now, because of the intense heat of the plasma, obviously being at hundreds of millions of degrees, it can't come into contact with anything or it would just melt it. Now, this is where the, the fusion reactors get kind of tricky because, you know, with the fission reactors, they're just causing this controlled reaction. They're flooding out with water. Um, they're creating steam. It's, it's a relatively simple, air quotes, simple uh, process. With fusion, you're literally creating a star and then trying to levitate that star between magnets is, is basically how I understand it. Uh, so these companies like Helion Energy and General Fusion and TAE Technologies, 
they're trying to build these fusion reactors with different methods to essentially levitate that plasma so that they can achieve sustainable fusion, which then produces, well, very low cost, clean electricity. Um, and also fusion reactors cannot melt down because if the chamber is breached, the, uh, that plasma is just going to expand and cool, which would stop the reaction. And there's no dangerous or toxic nuclear waste from this. So it's literally what would seem like the perfect solution for uh, all of humanity's energy needs. Now, I'm just going to pause here and just say that I am not a nuclear physicist. So take everything I'm saying here with a grain of salt. I did a good amount of research on this, and I feel like I know what I'm talking about to an extent. Um, but if you listen to this and you're like, Logan, you're so far off. Uh, reach out to me, preferably on that Twitter thread that I mentioned, at Lojo23. Uh, tell me what I got wrong and then help me learn more about this subject because I'm fascinated about it. So this is where I'm going to leave it for part one of this weekend reading series. Uh, I needed to break this one up into two parts just because I started getting a little bit long-winded uh, about the different companies and what they were currently working on in terms of nuclear fusion reactions. So in part two, coming out next weekend, uh, I'll talk a little bit about the companies that are working on it, the advancements they've made, and the people who are investing in them. If you're just so pumped about nuclear fusion and the companies that are working on it now after listening to this that you just can't wait, then you can find the three companies that I've done the most research on uh, on the Twitter thread that I've referenced several times. Again, that's at Lojo23. So if you really need to know uh, what companies are doing right this second, you can go to that Twitter thread. But next weekend, I'll release more in-depth thoughts, you know, since Twitter is only 140 characters and all. So thanks for listening. This is Logan Jones with Middle Tech. See you next week.